Welcome back to Six Pennies Podcast. This is Mark. Got my boys Alvi and Timmy here with me as well. Uh, thank you for tuning in from wherever you're tuning in from, uh, whether it's our new SoundCloud account or on iTunes now. Uh, just appreciate all the love and support as always. Uh, today is Thursday, so we mentioned this before at our grand opening last week, and uh, our longtime listeners are pretty familiar with this, but every Thursday we do a segment on here called Pocket Change, where we gather just various questions and comments and different ideas that you guys have for uh, future episodes, and we go through one or two of them on this uh, all together. And today we have a couple of them from two different people, and they're both very, very related, so we're going to go through them together. So first one is from Jason Wang, and he just asked about kind of the Disney versus Pixar. And then a, you know, a few months later, we got a question from our friend, Deepika Patel, and she asked about our thoughts concerning upcoming Disney and Pixar sequels. So first things first, um, first question that comes to mind for me is, if you, gun to your head, if you had to choose between kind of the 90s Disney movies that we grew up on versus the, you know, 2000s and, and current like Pixar animated films, if you had to choose one that you could only watch for the rest of your life, what would it be? I would say the movies of Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Cinderella, Lion King. Uh, those movies are basically untouchable, and so I would choose those movies without a doubt. Um, I mean, without I a doubt. Wow. yeah, I mean, I like the new ones. I like the computer animation and how high tech it is, and how yeah. I guess much more realistic it is, but. Man, Fantasia in elementary school? You can't touch that. <laughs> we watched Fantasia, Fantasia, so, Fantasia so many times in elementary school. It was yeah. raining outside during recess. <laughs> in uh, music class, man, yeah. I wrote down this question on our Google Doc, and for some reason I didn't think about it until you asked it. And um, having a lot of trouble because at first I was, I was thinking, yeah, those Pixar movies, they're so much more realistic now. They're... Uh, the animation is better, and it's they're made better. The stories are, uh, you know, they're they're really good now. But I don't know. I think those old movies still are going to take it just because of like the music for most of them. I think that pushes them over the edge. Oh, there's the baby crying. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, the baby might be crying because he chose those old movies over the current movies. <laughs> um, so I me, guess I guess you like the new ones, Mark. It's really hard to say. Have you guys seen like the old movies like recently? I I, I don't know. I I think in our, our minds, since you know, it's, there's a lot of nostalgia factor, and we like to think that the movies that we grew up on are are kind of timeless and and classics and stuff like that. Which which a lot of them are, but I just don't know. Like I feel like the Pixar movies of you know recent years, they're more geared towards us as well if that makes sense so so kind of all these movies like the movies back in the 90s were geared to us in the 90s and then now the movies are kind of better for adults as well yeah i mean like yeah i mean like the movies in the 90s and before there were they were a lot more utopian if you will like very idealistic very like you know storybook ending that's probably where it came from actually is is those type of movies but I will be honest with you, I watch Lion King probably once a year, and I yeah. think that it still holds up, and I, I, I think it's still amazing. I remember 
the first time I watched it in the theaters, I was really emotional as a kid because I watched it with my dad, and yeah. I remember that oh, was yeah. I, that was just like one of the first VHSs I, I I ever bought too with like my own allowance money, and so Lion King not only was like nostalgic and and sentimental if you will, but I just think it's just awesomely made and. Jonathan Taylor Thomas was amazing as Simba, and so um, for me, I, I think Lion King is just untouchable. Yeah, you're right. Lion King is pretty untouchable. That soundtrack, I mean, it, I think it's widely acclaimed as being the GOAT, right? Whoa, the GOAT? I mean, it's way up there. Circle of Life, Can You Feel the Love Tonight? Hakuna Matata. Elton John, yeah. man. Elton John. Hits on hits on hits. Um, okay, so let's touch on Deepika's question real quick before we go back. But isn't isn't like the uh, Aladdin, Whole New World though the goat song? If it's just one song, that's mine personally. I think so. I mean, I feel like that's the one that people would would sing the most. I don't know. So but just from an overall soundtrack perspective, it has to be Lion King. So a little side story. Yeah, total. A little side story at our 11th grade homecoming dance. Before our dance, the guy, all the guys and girls met up and we went to like take pictures or something at the lake, you know, somewhere scenic. Um, but all the guys decided to bring their guitars and we sang A Whole <laughs> New World to the girls. And one of the like lasting memories during that whole ordeal was just uh, D. Shaw and how he was so into singing that song. Who's <laughs> D. Shaw? Oh, is he? Uh, is that Derek Shaw, our sponsor? We are farmers. We are farmers. We go way back. Today's episode of the Six Pennies podcast is brought to you by Derek Shaw and our friends at Farmers Insurance. Don't be caught unprepared the next time there's a flood or hurricane, or if you're in a car accident. Get a home, life, and auto insurance quote today. Derek is eagerly awaiting your call for a free consultation. Please also check his Facebook page, facebook.com slash Derek Shaw Insurance, D-E-R-E-K-S-H-A-W Insurance. And he can also be reached on a cell phone at 214-729-6462. You know, speaking of Lion King, though, the the thing that in the soundtrack, what jumps out to me is uh, the year that Mox Class did a senior farewell skit where they um, they all played different characters from Lion King or something, and they did some very elaborate dance, and then Mock was Simba, right? Yeah, that was that was super fun. That um, was, was pretty that amazing. That was Mock Peak, man. What? That was Mock Peak. Oh. <laughs> I haven't peaked yet, man. <laughs> that was like It'll 15 be- years ago. <laughs> no, it was my, it was my senior farewell eleven years ago. Uh, okay, I was there. I was there during rehearsals. <laughs> yeah, that was so much work. I don't remember anything else that year other than the senior farewell. Um, but yeah, let's let's touch base on Deepika's question real quick before we jump back to just an overall Disney and Pixar discussion. So she asked about the upcoming sequels. Uh, so there's quite a bit coming up. So 2017. Specifically, in the last six months of the year, they're going to come out with Cars 3. They're going to come out with a movie called Coco. Um, what's, what's Coco? I'm not sure. Albert, do you know? It's a movie 
uh, in regards to like a Mexican heritage or a Mexican holiday. Uh, you know how Disney and Pixar is a lot more PC nowadays than before? So yeah. they're trying to bring in, you know, all these different ethnicities, which is great. And so this movie is uh, regarding like the Mexican heritage, Mexican, yeah. Okay. Wow. So also in 2017, uh, not specifically Disney or Pixar, but uh, non-Disney Pixar, they also have Despicable Me 3 and another Lego movie. Um, this is another one? There's another one, and this one's like a Lego Ninjago movie, so it's gonna, I guess, be about that Lego series. Oh, wow. I'm not sure what that means. But, uh, What's Ninjago? Is that, is that like their own line of stuff? Yeah, it's, it's like another line of Legos. Like, you know how there's a Star Wars line or like a Marvel Comics line? There's a Ninjago line, and so it's really popular. Before, before, um... I would say before, like, all the Star Wars and stuff that's been, you know, all over Target shelves and stuff in recent years, it was all about Ninjago Lego. Yeah. Is that, like, an original oh. line? Like, they created it I out think, of thin air? I think so, yeah. It's incredible. Okay. Well, uh, 2018, Disney Pixar continues with Gigantic, uh, which is kind of Jack and the Beanstalk, Toy Story 4, apparently, Incredibles 2, Wreck-It Ralph 2. Frozen 2. I mean, these are some big names coming out. And then non-Disney Pixar is also like How to Train a Dragon, How to Train a Dragon 3, Hotel Transylvania 3, Secret Life of Pets 2, Angry Birds 2, and then way later on is gonna be you know Trolls 2, Minions 2, and Sing 2. So there's a ton of animated stuff coming out. Out of all that, which one, which movie are you guys most excited about? So I would say one caveat is not all those movies are coming out in 2018 because um, Pixar actually came out with this mantra a couple years ago where they would only come out with two animated movies a year. And it's, there's actually a loophole. It's not even two. It's one and a half, if you will. And that's the exact verbiage from the CEO. And what I mean by that is they come out with one original film and then one prequel or sequel to a previous film and so it's really only one and a half uh movies worth of development per year and so i think like toy story 4 and frozen 2 and stuff i think that's a couple years down the road might be 2019 but with that being said like i really enjoyed wreck it ralph the original and i'm, I'm looking forward to the second iteration what about you guys I, I love Wreck-It Ralph too, but my my favorite is definitely Incredibles uh, for what I'm looking forward to because the first one I thought was was an excellent movie and that was like 15 or like 12 or 14 year, years ago or something and I'm just excited that they're finally making the second one. I didn't know that they were doing the uh, one new one sequel per year. I like that because there's so many sequels. I'm glad that they're doing originals as well. Yeah. That sounds like they're planned for Star Wars in general, right? It, well, not on that specific timeline, but, you know, one real one and then one kind of like a one-off. Yeah, like there's... Rogue One, and Yeah, for, for Star Wars, there's an episode, so episodes 7, 8, 9, and so forth right. every other year, and then a kind of like a side story on the, I guess, odd years, if you will. So... You know, this year is going to be the new episode, and then next year is actually a Han Solo dedicated movie. So, yeah. um, 
Yeah, like Disney is just killing it. They're just Disney is gonna be banking. Man. Other but, than ESPN, maybe. Yeah, ESPN's um, dragging them down. <laughs> it literally but, is dragging them down. Yeah. But the I had no idea that Toy Story Four was even in the conversation. So I'm super excited about that. Really? Is that necessary? I'm I'm kind of done with Toy Story. Done? Jeez. Yeah, that's, an, that's enough Toy Stories. Yeah, no fun guy. <laughs> yeah, no fun. No. You don't like I, the. I like the other ones. You don't like the Latino, Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> uh, no, I I like the original Toy Story. I think as it kept going, there's more of them. I mean, I, they're good movies, but I just feel like I, I like something new. I'm ready for for some new ones. Speaking okay. of like, I, I also am not interested in Cars Three. I don't even remember Cars Two. Did you guys watch that? not watch that i don't think i watch any of the cars i just know that cars land in disneyland is amazing so <laughs> it's it's not that amazing i mean it looks exactly like you're in the it, grand canyon oh it, it looks amazing it looks just like the cars land but the the two rides there are both pretty crappy and the lines are super long so with you know timmy being the no fun guy i i kind of want to <laughs> piggyback off that why I am, am I the no fun guy? Because I don't like Toy Story 4. You don't like anything, I, dude. That's a big reason. I'm excited for The Incredibles 2. But I will say, I am not looking forward to anything related to Frozen. And so, the fact that they're coming out with a Frozen 2, I am not very happy about. But I think that's still a few years down the road. I'm pretty surprised that it's taken them so long to do a second Frozen movie. Because... Uh, based on the success of the first one, I would have thought that would have been immediately like the next thing on their list for Disney to do. Yeah, and I, and I agree. Like I can't knock at its success. Like it just blew everything out of the water that year, and like all the girls under age eight, you know, wore something frozen, and not even girls. Like it made all the boys turn into girls, and that's what I dislike the most about it, to be honest. Because I want a nice, like dudes movie. So like instead of Frozen. Maybe like heat or something or fire or something, you know, like yeah. the exact opposite for the boys. Um, that would be really cool for me. Okay, well, uh, I have no comments. <laughs> well, it sounds like Disney knows what they're doing in terms of the marketing and the timing, at least, of their movies coming up. So, thanks for the question, Devika. Uh, we're We'd like to know, you know, what sequels you're interested in as well. But uh, going back to Jason Wang's question, just Disney and Pixar in general, uh, let's talk a little bit about kind of our favorites growing up, or or even to this day. So let's go top three. Uh, Timmy, what are your top three? And we're we're just gonna lump them all together here. Uh, I can't lump them together. I feel like they're just different categories. Okay, so you have six. Jeez, no I, fun I guy. At least four or five <laughs> fun guys. Okay, go for it. I mean, for the Disney, the old school movies, it, it starts with Lion King and then moves to Aladdin. And then after that, it's kind of a tie with, with a lot of the other ones, the Mulans and Pocahontas, Beauty and the Beast. Those are all Wait, kind of ties. Mulan? Uh, yeah, you didn't like Mulan? Okay, we need... Okay, uh, Albert, real quick. Do you, What are your feelings about Mulan? Mulan is just... not even in my top 20 Disney movie. Okay, so we're on the same page for that. I, I don't what's know. Wrong, what's wrong with Mulan? It was like the what? first... It was like the first um, movie that... Like, kids movie that featured any Asian people at all. 
that's the problem right there. I don't know if people like so it. So you'd rather have none? It's kind of like, like Yao Ming or it's Jeremy like Lin. Fresh Lin-Dak off the boat, right? Like, why did you watch Fresh off the boat? <laughs> and, you, and you liked it at the beginning because of that, right? Why did we cheer for Yao Ming? Like you said, that's why. Right. So, well, that's, that's Ma- part But Mok didn't that's, cheer so for Yao Ming. Yeah. <laughs> you never <laughs> cheered for Yao Ming? Or Jeremy Lin. Really drafted him? Or Jeremy Lin at the beginning. Uh, well, all, all I'm saying is, I I don't know if people like actually really think it's a good movie or if people like it because there's an Asian in it or there is it's, it's a sentimental value for me. It's more about the Asian thing. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead with the rest of your list. With the okay. Uh, so Pixar. if I move on to if I move to Pixar then or really just the newer newer animated movies of the last uh, 10, 15 years, um, I like The Incredibles. I think that's number yeah. one. Yeah, and I really enjoyed Monsters Inc. I was not as as happy with Monsters University, but Monsters Inc. is one of the, one of my favorites. And then the third one is is actually a newer Disney movie, but Big Hero Six a couple of years ago was uh, one one of the most fun movies I had seen in a while. Yeah, that, that's pretty good. good. I mean, so right. I want to go back on Timmy's point with Mulan because of its like Asian sentimental value. I would argue like the movie with an Asian angle that's better would be Kung Fu Panda. Like, that was enjoyable. And I don't know if they're like, it's Asian-Asian, but to me, like, Kung Fu is, you know, based on a Chinese martial arts. And so, to me, that, with an Asian angle there, that, to me, was a better Asian-related movie. Um, So, yeah, Kung Fu Panda. I guess. Kung Fu Panda, actually, I would say Kung Fu Panda is probably, like, top five for me. But number one, obviously, is Lion King. It begins and ends with Lion King and Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Nala. I even have the original VHS where um, Simba is, like, really stressed out. And then he, like, plops on the ground. And then, like, his clouds and spirits kind of, like, fly up in the air. And it actually spells out an inappropriate word. And, like, Disney Disney kind of, like... sent out like you know a memo to all their viewers and stuff that hey come to the store we're gonna give you a brand new copy of Lion King without that because they they remade it (laughs) they remastered it I guess but it's like a pride thing for me that I still have one of the originals for that yeah respect um and then after that I would say so Lion King and Kung Fu Panda and stuff are good but I really love Toy Story um, I'd say Toy Story 2 was the best out of the three, and, um, it was just really funny. I think it just, like, it had a lot of kids' humor along with, you know, like, smart adult humor, which I really like. Wow, I feel like Toy Story 1 was the best. Toy Story um, 1, Toy Story really 1 good. is really good, but I think the point that Mock was making earlier is, if you were to watch it today, which I watched it maybe, like, two years ago, it is pretty outdated, and and you could uh, tell you could tell like the actual animation and technology wasn't even close to the second one, and then. But yeah, that was the that was like their first one. Yeah, it was literally their first one. I do want to kind of highlight another movie, and it's because I really like sad movies. You know, I love movies that make me cry. But for some, um, this movie yeah, this movie didn't make me cry, but it was a little sad and and up. That was awesome. You didn't cry in the first two minutes of Up. No, I That's didn't. Amazing. I'm sorry. I loved it. We'll, we'll get back to that later. Um, but 
real quick for me, yeah, just to reiterate, Toy Story again is num- my number one. Incredibles is actually my number three, so it's definitely top three for me. My number two is Aladdin. Um, I just Ooh, love. Nice. Yeah, it's. I'm a street wow, rat so at you heart. Don't so. have, so you don't have Lion King in there. No, Lion King. I mean, it's way up there. I just, in terms of rewatchability, I'm all about Aladdin. Like, I I just watched it like a couple weeks ago, actually. But uh, <laughs> yeah, Aladdin's way up there for me. Uh, let's let's go to worst movie then, uh, because it's a pretty good segue. Because my worst movie is Up. <laughs> what? Jeez. I, I, are you kidding me? From, no fun guy. From no oh, fun right. guy to no heart guy. No heart. So so Up was fantastic. The first two minutes of the movie, right? Like, if if you didn't cry then, then the rest of the movie probably made you cry at how bad it was. It, what? <laughs> it was. What's really the point upset. of the movie? What was I'm the pretty? I'm pretty upset right now. I mean, what did the movie accomplish other than some, you know, Chinese Boy Scout Halloween costumes? That's about it. No, I Jeez. mean, it shows. It showed like how he could get to the to the old grandpa and um, change his heart. Jeez, man. Heart- man, I'm disappointed, Mark. Heartless. Wait, so up, so up is way up there for you too, Timmy. It's not it's not like top three, but it's 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 good. It's definitely not the worst movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right, you're lab- you're movie? labeling up as the worst, the absolute it, worst animated movie. It, That's pretty harsh, it is man. The worst. It is the worst. I went through the that whole is, list today. That is the worst. That is very bold. <laughs> I, I don't I, like most animated movies. I think have their good qualities. So I I don't have one that's like. That's the worst. I was just gonna say one recently. I think Pixar's biggest bust is the Good Dinosaur, which is the most recent one. Ouch! I watched that, I that. last year, two years ago maybe, or whenever it came out. I think it was last I year. The- I went to the theater to watch it. It was just a little disappointing. It wasn't like bad either, but it was probably the it was probably the worst one. I don't know. What do you guys think about Wall-E? I think that's one of the one of the um, lower ranked Pixar ones. Yeah, I didn't like it at first, but the rest of the movie is kind of prophetic. <laughs> I think that's kind of the way we're yeah. going right, right now. So right. It, it got some points in my book because of that. I didn't watch The Good Dinosaur or Wally, to be honest. Uh, so what's right. your what's the worst one? The um, worst for me, hands down, is Frozen. Like, why uh, why was it such a big hit? Was it the the music? Do you think it was the music? I uh, I think it's just one of the yeah. It's the music because it's one of the. Um, only Disney animated movies recently that's had great music. They just haven't had that in a long yeah, time. Yeah, I, I agree with that. So yeah, that, that was actually going to be my second point was, although I hate Frozen, I'm not going to dispute that the music isn't iconic because it is. Like, in fact, it kind of defines, you know, kids age four through eight right now. But, like, what happened to the music beforehand, before that for Disney? Like, it wasn't. You, you know what's what's kind of underrated is um, Tangled. Oh, Tangled, Tangled is good. Yeah, Tangled is good. Tangled is legit. And then did uh, did Brave have good music too? I don't remember. That's the Scottish girl. Yeah, I didn't really like that movie. But Ophelia really it was kind of weird. I would say I I would say the movies that are like pretty overlooked, out of like that same ilk as Tangled and Brave. My favorite would be How to Train a Dragon. Yeah, I love that. I love that movie. Yeah, yeah. that was good. So, what would That's... be your most like overrated movies? 
Well, for I me, mean, it's it's frozen. Yeah, it's probably frozen's overrated. I, I wouldn't say it's the worst. It's definitely yeah, the it's worst. Not the, well, it's up there. <laughs> it's uh, pretty bad. Frozen for me is it's like the Disney version of Taylor Swift. Like it just got so overplayed that it it got super overrated. Oh yeah, I I agree with that. So on the flip side, then what would be the most underrated movie for me? It's Wreck-It Ralph. I love everything that movie, and you know I I love playing games growing up too at the arcade. So there was a lot of nostalgic factor to it. I think I think it's The Incredibles. I just think that uh, I I just feel like it's it's really overlooked at this point, and having yeah. the new one finally coming out 13, 14 years later is going to bring it back. But it was and great when it came out in two thousand four. 2004. Gosh, yeah, it was wow. college. It was, like their, it was like their fifth, their sixth movie that came out. Okay, so maybe kids, well, kids today just don't know about it. Yeah, they're gonna know. It's it's a good one. I think that's awesome. also gonna be the issue with Frozen, right? To me, because the fact that they're waiting so long, the kids that were really really into it for the first one are gonna be too old. You know. I don't think it's a problem. There's kids that are like like I. We have this friend whose daughter is, I don't know, three years old, and she's never even seen the movie, and she loves Frozen. She has all these princess dresses. She yeah. wants all the Frozen gear. I'm just uh, glad so it's a she. That's all I'm going to say. I just, <laughs> the next generation will just keep... I mean, it's 2013. It's not that long ago. But yeah, I, I would have thought that they would have jumped on it within it's, two, three it's years. Kinda, it's kind of like the Finding Dory, Finding Nemo phenomenon phenomenon like Nemo was huge yeah. when it came out and they waited what like 10 plus years before Ellen made Finding Dory and although it was successful I don't think it got the same amount of recognition that Finding Nemo originally got 13 years that's a that's a big jump and I actually didn't even finish that movie because I wasn't interested and I feel like that's been a um a trend for me a few of the animated movies I've watched recently I just haven't gotten through them like um, like Trolls and Sing, I, I kind of stopped watching them. Except Moana, know, right? You, I'm old. you love Moana. I liked Moana, but I, it wasn't that great. Sing was only good at the very end. Like, it was pretty slow up to, like, the last, probably, 15 minutes of that movie. I, I enjoyed Sing, just because it was a yeah, really cool concept. Good. Yeah, I liked the music, and turn up your speakers, and it was, like, really cool to watch. I did like Zootopia from last year. I guess that was one, but... I feel like some of the recent the recent anime movies I just haven't been that into, and I think it's just because I'm getting old. Do you guys <laughs> feel that? Honestly, no. the Maybe. honestly Maybe. the older I've gotten, the more I've I've been getting into these animated movies. Like I wasn't into Incredibles and like Shrek and stuff in college, even though like all of you guys were and all my friends were. Um, but now, more recently, I've like decided to watch those movies and I actually enjoy them. So I'm I'm Man, more you're, you're Benjamin Button. Yeah, I'm more fascinated with these movies now than than before. Well I don't think Frozen has to worry too much about like I don't think they'll wait that long, like ten, thirteen years. But um it's not just the kids that love that. I feel like seventy five, eighty five percent of moms love it too. So they got a, quite a big audience there. Yeah, uh, I, I thought that parents hate it because they hear the music so much, like they have to play the tapes over and over in their cars. I hate it. Dads hate it, maybe. I like, don't know. like it was, it was cool, right? When it first came out, like, oh, that's cute. No. All these kids are singing no, it. But it after like, cool. after like a couple days, it was too 
this level that I've never seen before. Like, you're right, it was Taylor Swift times 10, and that's too annoying to, to even, like, comprehend. Man, so I should start liking Frozen better, huh? <laughs> yeah, until uh, Frozen right. disappears like Taylor Swift did. Um, but yeah, we'll go ahead and end it on that note, on some little Taylor Swift shade right there. Um, thanks everyone for tuning in to this podcast. Uh, please throw us a like on Facebook and subscribe to us on iTunes.